Welcome back to Freedom Fridays. In this episode of Freedom Fridays, we are starting a small series on fitness, spiritual and physical, and uh, what are the benefits of both, and how can we grow in our spiritual and physical fitness. We're going to start out today by talking about if you're looking to get involved in fitness in either way, you must have the proper equipment. So for running, if you are going to use that for your fitness, you have to have the proper clothing. That's why I'm wearing uh, one of my running shirts here from our ministry called Freedom Fitness. Um, you have to have the proper shoes. Make sure you're using running shoes and not... Um, just the loafers and, and things like that, they're not good for your feet. You, you're going to want sunglasses. You may want some other equipment as well. If you're biking, you, might, you need the proper clothing again. You need to make sure you've got shorts that have the padding in the right place so that you don't get blisters in the wrong place. You need a bike, obviously, and um, not just any bike is going to do if you're, if you're, Going off-road, you're going to need an off-road bike. If you're on-road, you're going to need a bike that's more prepared for on-road. You need the proper shoes, and we'll talk about those in a little bit. Um, in you, um, You're going to need shoes that are stiff, uh, not your general running shoes. Your running shoes flex a lot. Um, biking shoes have a hard surface on the bottom so that you can transfer more of the energy to the pedals. So in you're gonna, you have to have the right pedals to match the shoes. So if you have um, clip pedals, then you need shoes that'll work with your clips, your toe clips. Um, if you have clipless pedals, you need shoes that have the proper um, cleats in them to work with your clipless pedals. And uh, sunglasses, again, are important for both of these because you're outside and there's a lot of sun and um, you don't want to damage your eyes. Your eyes are important. If you are swimming, you need, again, the proper clothing, which in this case would be a swimsuit, and um, you need a proper swimsuit. You know, so if you want lots of drag, make sure there's lots of bulkiness in your swimsuit. If you don't want any drag, then less bulkiness in your swimsuit. Um, you need the proper goggles. And you will need a towel unless you want to just run around until you're dry. Um, and then you get exercise running as well. But you have to have the proper equipment. If you don't have the proper equipment, things that could happen would be um, you could have injuries. Um, you can have long-term injuries. If you have the improper shoes and they're not supporting your feet as your feet need, and it's different for each person there. Um, if the sunglasses, you can have problems with your eyes. So you don't want injuries you don't want um, having the improper equipment can also bring down your fitness or can at least um, hamper your increase in your fitness. And uh, it, you could end up stagnating or you could end up 
again, hurting yourself and you don't want that. So the proper equipment is very important. So let's go back to what is the proper equipment for some of these exercises? Running. The proper equipment are running shoes. You want running clothing. If you wear just a cotton shirt, you are going to sweat to death. And it's not going to breathe well. It's not going to um, wick the moisture away. And you're going to have chafing and all sorts of that. So whether it's your shirt, whether it's your shorts, um, you want the proper clothing. You have to have the proper shoes. If you don't have running shoes, you're going to damage your, your feet, uh, potentially your knees, or your hips. Um, so you want to make sure you've got good running shoes. And again, the sunglasses to protect your eyes. Um, on your biking, if you don't have the proper shorts that have the padding in the proper places, you will again have chafing. You will again have blisters and things that are not fun. Um, the shoes, as we've already talked about, um, you could end up causing problems in your feet as well as just the training issues. The bike, if you don't have the proper bike, then um, and it's not set up properly, you can cause a lot of damage to your knees. Um, or your hips, but especially your knees on biking. And if you don't have the proper bike, you're definitely going to hamper your training as well. Um, and again, the sunglasses. Swimming, if you don't have the proper swimsuit, it's less of an issue. You're just going to cause yourself to get more exercise if you have more bagginess, more things to catch the resistance of the water fine whatever it's not going to damage anything so that's good if you don't have the proper goggles though um, you could end up problems with your eyes and so you want to make sure you have good fitting goggles and most people don't realize when they first start out that the nose piece on the goggles actually adjusts for the width so that your goggles fit your eye sockets properly because we're all a little different there um, and uh, in a future video, I'll show you some of the equipment that I use in each of these disciplines in running, biking, and swimming. And uh, maybe that'll help you get started a little bit. And then a towel. A towel is a towel is a towel. Some are bigger and better, um, but they'll all dry you off. So that's not a big deal. So what about spiritually? What equipment do we need spiritually. Ephesians chapter 6 in verse 10 says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. And we want to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. We don't want to be like Adam and Eve who gave in to the temptations and fell. We don't Instead, we want to follow the example of Jesus, who when he was tempted in the wilderness by Satan, he did not fall. 
and instead he was victorious. And that is our goal so that we can stand firm against the schemes of the devil. But he says you have to have the right equipment, the full armor of God. So what is that equipment? It goes down further in verse 13. He says, therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Now, recognize this armor is to stand in your faith. This armor is not to defeat the schemes of the devil. That is God's job, not yours. Your job is to stand firm in your faith and to rely upon God. And so we have these things. And he says, stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth. Now, your loins would be your midsection. This is about your belt. What's going to hold everything together? What's going to hold the whole, all of your equipment, the whole armor of God together? And that is truth. This is the belt of truth. Contrary to the lies of the world, the flesh, and the devil, we need to have all of our equipment based and held together by truth. Well, where do we get truth? Where, what are our sources of truth? You know, some have sources of truth in the media. Some have sources of truth in um, different disciplines of study. Some have sources of truth in books. What is our source of truth? God's word is our source of truth. This right here is the source of truth. This is our only authority for life and practice. And so whenever any other source of truth conflicts with this, we know that that source of truth is in error and the scriptures are true. So when the world says one thing and God's word says another thing, or your flesh desires one thing and, the God, and God's word says another thing, God's word is the source of truth that we need for what is right and what is wrong. So you know, it's not the world. It's not psychology. It's not our feelings. In fact, our feelings are a really bad source to get for truth. Um, it's clearly not the devil. Um, but our source of truth needs to come from God's word. And that will hold together the whole rest of this equipment. The next piece of equipment, he says, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, this is twofold. The breastplate of righteousness is based upon the righteousness of Christ. Because if we base it on our own de deeds, our own doing, our own righteousness, that's useless because our own righteousness is marred by our sinful nature. And so we need to put on Christ's righteousness and thereby follow his example and his teaching through the word of God. Again, this everything comes back to the truth from the word of God. And we know by the word of God what sin is. And so we know what, 
from the word of God what righteousness is and what the right way to live is. And so we always go back to the word of God. And now we, our righteousness through Christ, who gives us the ability and um, his righteousness, that we continue to live the way that God's word shows us to live. We live according to the plan of God. So as we do those things, then that is the breastplate that will guard our heart, that will guard our vital organs. So if you want to guard your heart, live right according to the plan of God. And then we come to the next piece of equipment in verse 15, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And so um, putting on your shoes and what type of shoes do you need? And we're not talking about loafers. We're not talking about wingtips and court shoes and street shoes and running shoes and all sorts of other shoes. No, we're talking about here these Figuratively, shoes are being prepared with the gospel. The preparation to share the good news, and that's what gospel means, good news of Jesus Christ and the peace of God that comes through Jesus Christ and through faith in him, contrary to the impending judgment that we are under. And so we are sharing the good news of peace, that peace is able to be had between us and God because of faith in Jesus Christ. And that is our shoes. We can carry the gospel to the next people, to the next town, to to our neighbor, wherever. It says in verse 16, in addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, which with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. The next, next piece of equipment is a shield, and it's the shield of faith or trusting God in every circumstance. Whether that um The results of that circumstance are seen or unseen. That is how we extinguish Satan's jabs. Satan's jabs, God doesn't love you. Um, But I have faith in the nature and character of God, that God is love, that God um, cares deeply for me so much that he sent Jesus or the jab that he sent to Eve, that God uh, knows that you know, he's got pride and he doesn't want you to be like him. And we know through faith that God desires for all to come to repentance, for all to be like Christ, for all to live righteously in this present age. So uh, the more we have faith, again, back to the truth, faith in the truth of God's word and the result of that faith that in God's character that we see in his word, faith in um, God's promises that he says that when he saved me, it's 
to be saved for eternity and that I, I haven't just lost it, which is another jab from another dart of the evil one. My faith then will keep me safe to extinguish those flaming arrows. It says in verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation. Well, of course, we need to guard our minds. And salvation is the thing that guards our minds. Um, So we need, and again, the breastplate of righteousness, none of these things can be had. Well, the belt of truth, you can, but if you believe it, it's going to result in salvation. But the breastplate of righteousness can't be had without salvation. These are all interconnected. And so our helmet of salvation is our eternal security. It's, it's secure, not just because I'm saved, but because of the the nature of God's faithfulness that I am eternally secure and that no matter what he throws at me, no matter what arguments or ideas he throws at me, I can go back and rely on my salvation that I have put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ and and he has promised that I will be saved if I put my faith in him. And so that salvation guards my mind. And then in the same verse, he says, And the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Now we've got knowledge in an adept use of God's word and using this sword. Um, The sword isn't something where you're just passive. It's something you have to be active in. You have to be diligent to study, as the scripture says, to show yourself approved unto God. So you're working hard to be good with the sword. You're going to have to be in the scriptures. You're going to have to compare scripture to scripture. Do not take scripture out of its context. Everything in scripture is in a context. Make sure you use it in that context. So knowledge in and adept use of God's word. Not just knowing what it says, but knowing how it applies. Knowing where it applies. Knowing how it works with the rest of scripture. Because scripture does not contradict other scripture. Sometimes there are seeming contradictions, but as you work through the whole of Scripture, you find out there really aren't any contradictions in Scripture. And so that is the sword of the Spirit. And then there is one more thing that he says throughout the rest of this passage, and he says, with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, beyond the alert, with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. How do you be on alert while you have the equipment and you're working with the equipment? Prayer, prayer, prayer. And he gives two different words, prayers and supplications or petitions, depending on your translation. So the prayers is just the 
general term for any type of prayer. This might be worship of God as he starts out in what we call the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who's in heaven, holy is your name. So that's worship, recognizing the um, attributes of God and worshiping him and showing him how amazing he is and how much he is worth to us. And then we get to the petitions or supplications. Those are asking requests. And in the context here, he says, also ask for us, that God will use us, that God will give us wisdom and strength and power to um, fight the fight as well. But because we're in this fight, in spiritual warfare, we need the proper equipment. We need the belt of truth. We need the breastplate of, of righteousness. We need the shoes and being prepared to share the gospel. We need the shield of faith in God and who he is and who he's described himself as. We need that helmet of salvation, of our eternal security. We need to be adept and know the word of God, and we need to be in prayer. Thank you for tuning in. We'll continue this discussion next week as we look at more ways that we can be fit spiritually and physically. Mm-hmm.